episode is sponsored by award-winning book, Spirit of the Woods, the story of a young woman's encounter with Bigfoot by James Allen Ross. Hey, boo things! It's your girl, Rebecca. And Lily. And you're listening to... Just Ghoulie Things! <laughs> is, that, is that Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey who, bitch? We got Lily Baldessari in the building. You know this. <laughs> What's going on, boo things? Today, Lily and I decided to find stories online mm-hmm. about paranormal encounters that happened during spooky, kooky, kooky weather. Mm-hmm. So thunderstorms, hurricanes, snowstorms, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. just weather that just is the perfect setup for the most perfect scary story. Mm-hmm. Um, so without further ado, Lily, do you want to start us off? Yes, it would be an honor. My first story is by the user easy underscore dreamer and it is called the experience that made me realize the paranormal exists wholesome experience so we're gonna kick it off wholesome for a change yeah (laughs) okay growing up as a teenager my family had two dogs a black lab and a springer spaniel we adored the dogs like family however unfortunately our springer died when she was just a few years old under horrid circumstances and the lab died much later around october of 2014 I was devastated losing these dogs as, to me, animals are family, which they are. They are. They There's really no are. Debate about that. No way. A few months after the lab died, I hopped on the bus after work to visit my significant other who lived in another city at the time, about an hour's drive away. Halfway there, we drove into a dangerous blizzard on the motorway. And to cut a long story short, it took me about three hours of trudging through snow to even to eventually get to my SO's house. Mm. Exhausted ever the, after the night's events, I finally got to bed. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I woke up and opened my eyes. Bizarre, as I didn't recall falling asleep in the first place. I looked towards my feet and see the door to the room open inwards, and in pours a brilliant light white, white light. A small white dog, unlike any other dog I have ever seen, walks into the room and turns to face me. This dog was some kind of bizarre Westie mix, uh, absolutely the strangest looking dog I've ever seen, with unmistakable bulky features. You know, I say the same thing about Faith. <laughs> bulky features. She's such a descriptive she's, word. There's not enough. Yeah, she's a strange looking. I mean, I think she's beautiful. She's beautiful in her own unique way. But she certainly. Did I tell you my grandparents were out here for Christmas? My grandma would just look at her and start laughing. <laughs> She would be like, she'd be like, Faith. And then Faith would look at her and she'd go, oh. Faith is so cute in her own way. I love her. My whole Reels profile on Instagram is just Faith. As it should be. I refuse to make anything about anything else. It's not going to happen. She needs to go viral at least once. I can't believe she hasn't yet. How has a dog with a lazy eye and like everything else she's got going on not gone viral? It's not her time yet. That's true. We need to build our following. Yes. <laughs> they only have like five likes. <laughs> okay, sorry. Back to the dog. Um, the strange Westie looked at me for a few moments, and then from the brilliant white light, my two dogs burst into the room. They immediately jumped onto the bed to the other side of me for hugs and kisses. I couldn't believe my eyes. My dogs were back, and I could feel the warmth of their fur again. After a couple of minutes of blissful cuddles it was as if time was up and in unison my two dogs stood up jumped off the bed and returned to the white light the westie hesitated for a second then went in after them the door closing behind 
Immediately, I woke up and just started crying from pure joy. The two of them had been reunited, and I got to see my dogs one last time. I woke with an understanding that the dogs had protected me during the blizzard, although I have no proof of this. It's okay. I think they did. I think they did. I'm already already saying it's a fact. Yeah, absolutely. Then I started to wonder, where did the strange-looking Westie come from? After consulting with my mom, she informed me that my great-grandfather had a Westie and showed me a photo of the two of them together. I knew immediately that this was not the same dog and asked if there were any others, to which she said no. My dad could not, also could not recall any other Westies or small white dogs in the family. For a few days after I thought of this strange dog, I eventually chalked it up to my imagination. Years later, in 2020, I was staying with my parents for a couple of weeks. Over the past few years, my dad has been collating family photos and videos and has been formatting them into a slideshow. He called me over to review some of the footage he had found recently. The video was of the family Christmas lunch in 1988, before my siblings and I were born. Everyone is eating, drinking, and laughing at all the rubbish cracker jokes. (laughs) I can hear a dog barking in the background of this video, and finally, after a few barks, the camera turns around to face the dog. The video shows a strange-looking white Westie mix, larger than the average Westie with strange, bulky features. Get out. This was the dog. Unmistakably the same dog that I had dreamt of exactly five years prior. I know, me too. (laughs) Before I could say anything, my dad says, Oh, I forgot about this dog. And my mom also chips in about how she mysteriously forgot that this dog existed. Turns out it was my great aunt's dog, and she had brought it along to Christmas lunch that day. (laughs) That dog died a few years after its appearance in that video. How could I have known what this dog looked like when my parents didn't even remember it existed in the first place? Mm -hmm. The footage was... Whoops. Let me just mute this real quick. Okay. The footage was only just refound this year after decades of being lost, so it's not like I could have seen the video before I before as a kid. For me, it almost seems like the Westie dog was a qualifier to let me know how to let me know that the dream I had of cuddling my two dogs was real. I could totally see that. Ultimately, I take comfort in the thought that my dogs are together again, hopefully getting plenty of cuddles and treats from whoever is taking care of them. So, and then they just go on to, you know, answer some questions in the rest of the post. Uh You know, they edit and say thanks for the love. I do want to say, though, I'm 1,000% sure that this was, like, a real, like, I guess a vision. Right? Like, you know how you have those dreams that are visions? Because they just happen. Yes. Right? Like, those moments. There's so many aspects of it that feel real. Like, the fact that this person was able to feel the dogs, the warmth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something about an animal, and and for those that are listening that have animals, you know there's a specific feeling when, like, your pet's near. Or, like, you can have your eyes closed and you know that your animal is near Mm -hmm. you. There's, like, a warmth and there's that Mm -hmm. energy. Yeah. I guess it's their spirit, really. Yeah. So... The fact that this person was able to feel it and know for sure that that was their dog. Yeah. Then to have that other dog kind of be just around a, a Westy mix with bulky features. Yeah. It's very specific. Something yeah. you don't see normally. I'd be like, if, if this person had a dream of a random golden doodle walking by, I'd be like, okay, yeah. I see all those all the time yeah. in, in my town where yeah. I work. Um, but this is a very specific mutt that 
I don't think yeah. anyone could just randomly make I up. mean, imagine dreaming of faith and then you see faith. Like, there's no fucking way. No one could you know what I mean? You can't have, faith. And that's part of what I liked about what the author said, too, was that they had the picture and they looked at it and it was the same breed of dog, but they're like, that's not the dog. They weren't just trying to justify just, it. Yeah. Head. It was like they were trying to... They were... Like, okay, they went, like, full detective mode. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... I love that. I wonder if it was, like, kind of like the elder dog of the family. Yeah. Like, you know, like the... The um, I guess I mean, patriarch. Ah! I love that it was almost like someone wants to see you, and then like, okay, guys, time to go. Yeah. Like that's just I would I would honestly like there's like, I would murder somebody. Not really. Um, for legal reasons. I would do for, for legal no genuinely like, I. I would give pretty much anything to be able to hold any of my dogs again. Yeah. And there's this feeling. That you get with any animal, yeah. right? I mean, dogs, cats, rabbits, anything else you have, right? Where, like, I've had five dogs over the course of my life. Mm -hmm. And if one of them were to appear in my arms with my eyes shut, I would know which one I was holding. Isn't that crazy? Just from, like, the their energy, the Yeah, spirit. just their head and the feeling of them on me. Like, I would be able to tell, oh, this is this, is this dog. Yeah. Oh, this is that dog. Mm -hmm. you know, like, you can just sense it. It's like... And like you said, like you can tell when they're around. You know how like when you're home with your family, you can tell who's coming down the stairs? Yes, just it's the same. The like you can tell which dog is around just by whatever. Yeah. So I love this one. Oh, I, love I love this that. one. Okay. Try to beat that, my oh Hallmark my story. I know. Oh, I love that we started with this. Mm -hmm. And now I think we're going to get a little darker. Yes, some fucked up shit. I love it. Yes. This one is titled... The Cathedral in the Thunderstorm. Oh, hell yeah. And this is written by Zoltar, 1945. So it starts by saying, I've been debating sharing this story for a while now, but I decided to finally do it. So back in the summer of 2018, I was attending the summer German school at the University of Constance in Germany. For those, who, uh, for those of you who don't know, Constance was the, was the one of the only major German cities during the war to avoid total destruction during the war due to it straddling the Swiss border. So it has one of the last remaining medieval districts in Germany. <gasps> Interesting. Never knew that. Now I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go visit. Uh, just go with things. European trip. <gasps> just totally European things. <gasps> yes. yes. Oh my God, we need to trademark that. Yes. Um, at the heart of the old town is the cathedral an old Gothic slash Baroque building <laughs> with, with foundations dating back to the early conversion to Christianity. So this building is ancient. I, being a historian of the early modern period, specifically witch trials, love that. Oh, I love that. I don't love the witch trials, but like just like I, I like learning about it, just to clarify. Yeah, no, I, same. Yes. Was in love with the city and would spend most of my afternoons and evenings after class wandering the old town and enjoying the Renaissance art in the cathedral. I was at the post office near the cathedral one afternoon mailing postcards when all of a sudden a massive storm began. Ooh. I'd only brought a light jacket with me and didn't feel like getting soaked on the way back to my flat or waiting at the post office, so I jogged to the cathedral to wait out the torrential downpour. By the time I got to the cathedral and entered the massive medieval wooden doors, I felt something was off, but I couldn't put a finger on it. Almost like a sense of dread, which I'd never felt before in the building. As I was waiting in one of the aisles of the cathedral, the thunder started to build louder and louder every few minutes, echoing in the... What is that? Nave? 
in nav. the where is it? Echoing in the nav. Nave. Nave, Nav. I don't know that one. Nave, Nav. Yeah. Then out of the blue, the enormous church organ started to play (gasps) above me. Oh, hell no! Terrifying in its suddenness and its volume. That was when I recognized the feeling of dread. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) I really feel like this is a horror, like just like a horror movie. Um, I wasn't alone in this feeling. The other people around me all jumped when the first note was played and were glaring around nervously. Okay, so I guess there were other people there, I guess, praying during okay, this. Okay, that's less terrifying. Yes, I thought he was just by himself in this church. I was that too, yeah. Okay. Midway through the song, people started milling around again, enjoying the building, and I calmed down a bit. I too figured the dread was just in my imagination, so I took out my phone and recorded a short video, trying to capture the dark and brooding ambiance of the building and the music in the storm. Soon after, the music faded and the storm moved out over the lake and away from the city. I headed back to my flat. But once I got back, I, wanted, I went to send the video to my best friends. But once they received it, they were quite confused. Mm-hmm. There was no sound, just silence. I was shocked because it had been such a vivid experience for me. So I tried playing the video in the album of my, on my phone. And they were right. It was completely silent. No organ. No thunder, not even my own breathing, just silence. I tried recording another video here in my flat, and it worked perfectly fine, sounds and all. My phone was brand new and had never had issues with video before, and I've never had an issue since. The sense of dread I'd felt earlier returned, and I could barely sleep that night because of it. Every time I returned to the cathedral after that, I hoped for a similar response. No matter the weather, no matter the time of day or night, the feeling never came back. I'm a logical and ra- <laughs> I'm a logical and rational person, but that was something I can't explain. I don't know how the organ started or why it was being played in the middle of the thunderstorm with no service going on, but for whatever reason, it caused my phone to malfunction and it gives me a lingering sense of dread every time I even think back to it. The end. So this is scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, creeps. I'm trying to think. I. Do you ever, like, want to pick what freaks you out so you try to, like, narrow it down? Yeah. So here's my theory for all of us who are kind of shitting our pants right now. If it's an old building, okay, right, and it's very windy, when wind passes through or uh, pipes, yeah. right, particularly organs, because it, it happens, it, they do, they chime, right, yes. because the air is passing through. Makes sense. So that, okay, that makes sense, right? Old building, drafty. All right, when it used to get super windy, we'd have storms in my old house, sometimes our piano chimes would, like, go off. Uh-huh. It was weird. It was weird, and it was creepy, right? So I get that. Okay, maybe, like, some of the wind, you know, passed through, and then things started moving, and it all the wind went whoosh. Yeah. But it was, said it was playing a song? Yeah. So that's weird. And also, then, why is it not on the recording? That's the thing, too. And, I mean, it wasn't even, like you said, it wasn't just a single note or even a couple notes. It was a song. Everyone was startled by it because they didn't expect there to be organ music exactly. because there wasn't a service going on. Exactly. I guess people were either just going to visit or mm-hmm. maybe did want to say a prayer. And then the fact that, like you said, they this person recorded it and nothing came up. Exactly. And then we also have, okay, um, well, it's not 
in the author's head either because there's not even any breathing happening. So yeah. we know that, you know? And then you think, okay, well, audio does go out. You know, what do they call it? Like clipping the mic when it gets yeah. too loud? Yeah. So like, okay, if there was a thunder crash, it would go out, but not for the whole duration of the exactly. video. Exactly. Like that's what's, is like you have little explanations, but it doesn't. Not you, for the overall. They don't completely match. Yes. It's like you can get like three quarters of the way to explaining an aspect of it, mm -hmm. but yeah. not fully there. Yeah. What do you think it is? Tell me. That's a good question. I do feel like, I, I don't know if there's been studies on this, but I do feel like with thunderstorms, lightning storms, I don't know if it's the source of the lightning, like that energy from it mm -hmm. can, um, can I guess like uh, be a catalyst for spirits. Like it can be yeah. kind of like, a, like a, a charge for them. Absolutely, yeah. So I've, maybe, I've heard that. Yeah, and too. being a, a cathedral, spirits, all that, being an older building, there's history behind yeah. it. Maybe the thunderstorm, using mm -hmm. that that energy from the electricity of mm -hmm. like the lightning and all that stuff, maybe mm -hmm. it conjured up some darker spirits. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I could totally see it. it. And most cathedrals, I don't remember if they said in the beginning, was there most... A lot of like cathedrals, churches, you know, everything, houses of worship, places of worship, have graveyards on site. This one probably does, or they probably so then, have old pre. Uh, well, I don't know how old this cathedral is. I'm assuming if this is super old and it's historical. It said like Gothic, right? Or um, Baroque. Yeah, I think that there's definitely some bodies on the property. Yeah, there has to be. Oh, oh my God! Imagine though. Imagine all of a sudden, family like. Like it's like dun 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 like Honestly, Phantom of the that's Opera exactly so hard the vibes I got right one thousand percent the vibes I got <laughs> okay all right what is your next story love? okay so my next story this one is called The Hanged Man Growing Up with Me by okay. an author named Maze May either M A I S the fourth or Maisie X I'm not sure if we're doing Roman numeral action there or not up for interpretation. <laughs> So it goes like this. Hi, I'm new here, and I've been trying to tell this story for years, but I don't know how, and someone recommended to me I use this place to share my experience. My mom used to tell me that I refused to sleep in my room because I kept telling her there was a hanged man in my closet. That's horrifying. Straight to therapy. Yes. Straight to therapy. Right to the leather couch. Nothing wrong with it. What? The leather couch? Yeah. That's something, that's completely, No. What? No, you want a chaise lounge when you're in therapy. No, I always sat on a leather couch. It was very comfortable. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I never had a chaise lounge. I had a really comfy, actually, fun fact, I've been seeing my therapist since I was 11, and she's had the same couch the whole time. Oh, my God. I know. I love her. Your We've... next session, you need to tell her there needs to be a little <laughs> facelift to this place. Well, she uses a cover, and she washes it. But, like, it's the same base couch. I, it's like a denim-y, like it's supposed to, or no, corduroy-y, oh, and it's okay. like crimson red. Is it comfortable? And she puts it over. That shit, I've fallen asleep on her couch. Shut up. I remember I went in once, <laughs> we could keep this, and I went into therapy once, and I was so exhausted, and I laid down on that fucking couch, and she's like, how you doing, Lily? I was like, I'm okay, I'm exhausted. And then she, we would just say, she would say nothing for like five minutes. She'd be like, do you want to talk? And I'd be like, yeah, just give me five minutes. By now, we've known each other for at least 10 years. Yeah. She's like, Lily, like, if you're going to be here, like, you you know, we have to we have to talk. And I was like, okay, just give me five minutes. And then five minutes later, she's like, okay, we, we have to stop. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, bye. She was like, bye. 
That's how you know you've been with your therapist for a long time. <laughs> I just went over and took a nap. <laughs> oh, God. That's such a Lily thing. Oh, my God. That's a Lily story. If I've ever heard one, guys. She was like, Lily, like, you can, she, she literally, she was like, you can go. And I was like, no, no, just give me five more minutes. She's like, it's been 15 minutes. You only have half an hour. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then five minutes later, she's like, okay, just go. Just go. This is useless. Just go. <laughs> like, she. I think she was just happy I wasn't freaking out about something. She's like, you know what? Let's take this. Let's yeah. enjoy this. We're, we're gonna we're gonna call this growth. I'll send you a bill <laughs> for your nap. <laughs> Most expensive <laughs> nap. <laughs> oh, trauma. Oh, okay, we okay. love it. I don't remember much of it since I was a child. I would throw tantrums because I wouldn't sleep in my room, so she made me sleep in the living room. She also told me that she would hear my bed moving during the night, and when she woke up to see what was happening, she saw my bed in the other side of the room and my clothes all over the floor. What? I hope she Red didn't. Flags I hope. Right. I hope her mom didn't, or their mom didn't tell them that while they were a child. Yeah. Imagine. That's horrifying. All right. We moved. Oh my god. Um, we moved out, and this thing kept following me anywhere I went. When I was nine, I was still living in the same city as when I was four. I woke up during the night and saw a hanged man approaching me. Mm-mm. I was in the same room as my sister, and we sleep we sleep in a bunk bed since it would make more room for other furniture. I saw what I think was a Roman soldier decaying and approaching me. I slept in the bed that was on the top, and my sister slept in the bottom bed. One night, there was a storm, and we decided to keep the windows closed to avoid having to deal with water the next day. The door was open because my mom wanted to keep an eye on us since we didn't always listen to her as kids. (laughs) Then the door was violently shut. I started laughing because that's what I do when I'm nervous, and my sister was crying because she got scared. At the time, my mom was in the living room with my stepfather. They asked us if we did this. We said no. We were talking asleep, and we heard the door shutting like someone had closed it out of anger. This was in 2013. I stopped seeing the soldier and moved out to my dad's since um, my mom was neglecting us. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. At least you have that freaking Roman zombie to keep you company. Oh, my God. I'm currently 18 years old, and I've seen the soldier hanged near my boyfriend's TV. It was dark, but I could see the same Roman soldier. My boyfriend told me a couple of days ago that he felt like the bed was moving when we were asleep. The thing hasn't done anything other than scare the living hell out of me. This thing has followed me since I was four years old. I've had other things similar happen to me, but without seeing the Roman soldier. I have a dog, and a couple days ago he wouldn't come into the room. I even offered him to go on the bed since he wasn't allowed to do so. He left with his ears flattened and growled at something that was Mm. behind me. I grabbed my cat, who was sleeping, and said, Hell no, I'm not doing this shit, and closed my bedroom door and went to the living room and waited for my boyfriend to arrive from work. I asked him if he could go check the room, and he went and didn't find anything. My dog went into the room and acted like everything was good now. So... Somebody yeah. commented, I'm guessing you don't live in Rome. Have you ever been there? Or do you own any Roman relics, like a coin or something? Oh, smart. And then they said, I've never been to Rome. In fact, I've never left my province. I only had dreams about it, and that's about it. Mm. And the OP is actually from Quebec. So this is just nonsense. 
And then somebody said, I believe this is Christian advice, but keep a Bible with you and pray, which, I mean, that works. If you believe, You know, yeah. if it works for you, it works for you. A lot of people, um, just a lot of advice here. Someone said, do you think it could be sleep paralysis? And OP says, I've thought about this, but all those things mostly happened when I was wide awake, and it's terrifying to think something's following me. I mean, my number one takeaway is to see, like, a psychic medium, like a legit yeah. one, not the ones you see, like, on the highway with fluorescent lighting and yeah, the yeah, yeah, neon yeah. lights in the window. I Okay, so this might be a stretch, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that this might, like, this person mm-hmm. might be, like, might have lived another life (gasps) in Roman times. Ooh! And this is either their previous self following them around and, like, wanting closure because being hung, Mm -hmm. clearly being hung is something that not a lot of people go through. So maybe Well, we certainly don't make it out out of it. Yeah. But with that being said, I feel like, there might have been something where they were wrongfully accused of something yeah. and they got hung as like a punishment. Yeah. Um, and maybe they, they want closure to be able to move on. Or, or or this person in another life hung this person that is continuing to haunt them in the current time. I like that one. My only question is why would you be like who would hang someone like a Ro- like if you're in combat, right? Like you're a Roman soldier. Yeah. You have your thing on. They're just gonna kill you. They're just gonna stab you. Unless they use that person kind of as like what a if message. They captured them as a message and put them in the town square or something is like, don't fuck with us. Do this not is why. fuck. We we have Antony and we will yeah. We yeah. have Michael. We have some Italian Roman man named after a saint and we're not afraid to use him. And when this person's previous life said to Antony, Do you have any final words? Antony said, I'm gonna continue haunting your spirit forever and ever and ever. So every time this person gets reincarnated and has another life, Mm -hmm. this Roman guy, soldier, that's been hung, follows this person everywhere they go. See you in 2,000 years, bitch. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. I mean, yeah, that's the only plausible, like, I'm not trying to be, like, a history, like, actually, but, (laughs) you know, I'm not trying to, you know, history nerd explain, but that's really the only reason, and this isn't to invalidate anything they've seen. Maybe it wasn't a Russian soldier. Maybe they were hanged on Halloween dressed as a Russian soldier only 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, like, we don't know if it's real or not. Um, but it's just weird that it's followed around this long. Because, like, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, like, you know, you have imaginary friends, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure you did your only child. And, <laughs> um, but, you know, like, I, I thought that I saw a ghost a couple of times, right? And I thought it was the same one. And then when I was, like, 11, I was like, shit, that was completely in my head. Like, yeah. I made that up. And, like, you were 1, able to, percent. like, logically say, yeah. like, look, but, that was just yeah. boredom. But this person's, like, at least 14 years older now, right? I mean, yeah. they said, you know, four years old, and then in 2018, I don't think that math is and, correct. But but wait, but then also the fact that the boyfriend mm-hmm. is feeling the bed move, something that was a similar experience mm-hmm. to what this person experienced years mm-hmm. before, Shows that there's some something um, something something that's like real about it. Yeah. Well, and you know what's even with that? That does make it much more real. Yeah. And 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 even the mom too saying, "Oh yeah, like your bed fully moved." Yeah. Right. I mean, hello. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Yeah. I feel like maybe if the first place had been saged, this wouldn't continue. Yeah. But if it's moving. 
That's even scarier. It seems like now you know it's real. It's been validated by other sources. Yeah. And it will find you. Uh-huh. It's attached to this person's soul, clearly. So True. Yeah. Oh, how do you do that? That's why I'm like, soul cleanse, see a medium, see if there's maybe some beef from a couple millennia ago that you could maybe discuss. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Lot to unpack there. Yeah. All right. So my last story is titled Simply a Haunted House. And this was written by Writer's Folly. So it starts by saying, this will probably turn out to be a long post. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave out some background and history that's relevant to just shorten the story. It could easily be an entire book, but the people involved would be upset if I wrote a book about these events. It's not something they'd like to talk about, and we would be considered absolutely nuts in our very isolated and small southern community. Everyone here knows about the spooky reputation of the place I'm describing, but the details are just too outrageous to go blabbing about. So obviously, I won't be posting any real names of people or places. Not even the place? Nope. Clearly, this is super, super that low key. That is shit. Okay, Writer's Folly 2, I'm, now I'm dedicated. Like, this is going to be my life's work. Let's get started. So my family's, my husband's family owns an old home that has been in their family since 1860. They didn't build it. It was, a, it was built around 1840 and was a working plantation. The original owner is said to have been the largest slaveholder in our county. He wasn't from here, but came here to acquire land because the soil is rich. To this day, people here know about his notoriously bad luck, most of it with women. He was rejected by his true love, then lost two wives, one who was very young and died giving birth in the house. The Civil War then ended the whole antebellum lifestyle, so he sold what he had here and left. The house is a Greek revival masterpiece that has such details as a staircase banister carved of solid walnut, wide, wa wide halls that let the breeze blow through, and a fireplace in every room. Wow. Regrettably, it will also make your skin crawl as soon as you walk in. Definitely a feeling of being watched at all times. Things are so bad that no one actually lives in the house. We used to have some functions there until my niece had an encounter that led her and her devastated parents on a three-year-long journey through psychiatrists, neurologists, and priests. She's finally at peace after moving across the country to the desert. <laughs> I've Relatable! I <laughs> Oh no, <laughs> that's a that's a lot to unpack there. You said psychiatrist <laughs> in the desert. I'm in. Get in, loser. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're healing ourselves. Oh God. <laughs> I want to know what exactly she saw that Christmas Eve, but I've been told not to ever bring it up. One thing my husband and I still use the kitchen, the house for, was a hurricane shelter. Our own little house is in an extremely low-lying area, whereas this place is on high ground and built like a fortress. The last time we went there was for Hurricane Irene. Mm -hmm. It hit in the middle of the night. The howling winds woke us up, and there wasn't any going back to sleep. All three of our children were in a room together beside us. They would not dare sleep alone in separate rooms in this house because they're smart. <laughs> <laughs> As we lay there... Listening for them, every door I could see in the hall and our own began to fly open and slam shut repeatedly. It happened at least ten times. Any doubt I'd ever had in my husband's stories, my poor niece's awful experience, and my own intuition was erased. erased. <laughs> I can't say that word. This wasn't the wind, folks. This was every door in that damn house flying open and shut in unison over and over until I had my head buried so far under my husband's arm I thought I would suffocate. The boys screaming snapped us, snapped us out of paralyzing terror and disbelief. And then it just stopped. 
Every door opened, and we were left with howling wind and crying children. We all hunkered down together the rest of the night. Right before dawn, the wind began to let up, and the strangest sound I'd ever heard took over the house. Mm. I've always said it sounded like a dog licking its nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you it know what, though? I have to say that's perfect because we all are hearing the same sound. Yes, yes. We all hear the same sound. It was sickening and lasted for a half an hour right before daybreak. There's so much more to tell about this one night. But this is way too long, and I haven't even gotten to my husband's experiences when he attempted to live there in his 20s. Awakening to violin music, laughter, and talking. A complete fucking 19th century ball going on like it wasn't 1982. A pack of wild dogs with red eyes clawing at the front door. Being held down in bed. Outrageous shit that you just don't talk about if you don't want to be labeled as one card short of a deck. <laughs> I love that. One object of interest in the house is a creepy old baby doll in a box. Always. Ugh, There's always a creepy doll. old yes. baby doll. Especially in a house like that. Yeah, of course. The name of a little girl is scrawled across the inside lid of the box. The girl would have been my husband's great-great-aunt. And she died of whooping cough at the, in the house at the age of five. <sighs> my husband's nephew took a girlfriend of his into the house one night because she said she'd always been fascinated by it and thought it was beautiful. She walked straight up the stairway, straight to the room, straight to the box, and looked at him with this bizarre expression and said it should never be taken from the house. Holy shit. He freaked out about this because there was no way she could have known about the doll. He didn't even know about it. Oh, no. So there's some of the story. Not all of it by a long shot, but I'm glad I wrote about it, some of it. I still fantasize about living in such a beautiful house one day, but I know it just can't happen. I'll probably take my chances at home the next time we have a hurricane. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm picturing, you know the Walt Disney Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy? Yes. And we've been on the ride, of course. We're familiar. Several times. Yes. I'm picturing, isn't it like the end, all the souls leave the house and all this crazy shit? Yeah. And the doors are slamming. Like, that's what I was picturing in the author's experience about Hurricane Irene. You know what I mean? Totally get that bad. Right? Yes. Yes. But then shit kept happening. I'm, this is amazing. This, I have nothing else to say about. I mean, I feel like this property was doomed from the start. From the <laughs> yeah. person that built this in 1840, who just seemed like a shitty person. Yeah. He was a slave that, owner. Yeah, shitty person. He's probably shitty. I could, I, I could put money on that. Um, all his heartbreak. A lot of, a lot of dark energy. I feel like he was also like a very me guy. Like, mm, my wife broke my heart. Like, bro, who wouldn't? Yeah, you're a dick. You suck. Yeah. You fundamentally suck. <laughs> so, but anyways, no, you're right. A lot of, there's a lot there. A lot of history there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot. I mean. The, the dogs scratching at the front door with red eyes. That's no. something that needs to be its own story. The 19th century ball. I mean, that's a scene in the Haunted Mansion. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where I mean, they're all like, dancing. Yeah, and, and like the list goes on. So that's, but this is fascinating. And now that I understand it's a residence, I understand why they didn't want to reveal the location. Yes. I thought, yeah. And then on top of that, think about the doors opening and closing consistently through the night. While it's a hurricane, that is just the typical Stephen King horror film right there. Yeah. Wow, this is insane. Like, yeah. this story's nuts. I hope and that I, this person puts another, like, addition to this story at some yeah. point because this I, was great. I hope so. And it was so, like, I love how it was written and everything. I do have to say also, like you said earlier about, like, heavy storms, like, 
being able to help spirits like manifest themselves and everything. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Just think about it. You know, these people obviously were tortured, right? Had terrible, terrible lives. That little girl had a short life yes. of whooping. I mean, who the hell wouldn't wouldn't haunt that place? Yeah. I mean, from my understanding of one of, of the few reasons people choose to stick places for all for like what two hundred years? Yeah. Lack of closure. Yeah. Not recognizing that they've actually passed away. Yeah. They're very confused, wandering yeah. the earth, not knowing how to move on because yeah. they ended their life so abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot amazing. of um. Yeah. A lot of pieces there to uh, put together yeah but on that note that concludes this episode of just schooly things i did really enjoy this episode kind of starting with the positive and then flipping to the dark side because yeah. i feel like we usually end with like the sunny side up type yeah. shit so that was fun yeah i like that um that's all i got really i mean this episode has fulfilled me yeah all right you ready to shout out our socials lily born ready let's do it wait what kind of a voice should i do i'm gonna do a cockney accent okay okay let's do it Follow us on Instagram at Just Gooey Things Podcast. Follow us on Instagram personally at Rebecca Ruber and Lily Baldessari. I am. There's no I am at the end of her Instagram. I am. I am. I am a good girl. I am. Follow us on Twitter at JGT Podcast. Facebook like page Just Gooey Things Podcast. Facebook private group. Just gooey things. <laughs> I went Australian on that one. Just gooey things podcast group. <laughs> oh, God. Donate to our Patreon. Just gooey things podcast. What do you think it is? Something else. <laughs> you think it's something else? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Buy our merch at tpublic.com. It's getting so Outback Steakhouse. Yes, I can't. I'm totally T- getting Blooming Onions vibes. <laughs> oh, succulent sirloin. <laughs> tpublic.com slash or search for <laughs> Just Gooey Things Podcast. I feel like I'm watching a weird version of Split. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Irwin versus Charlie Chaplin. Oh my God, we're finishing this up. And if okay. you or someone you know has a paranormal experience that you'd like to share in our show, feel free to email us at you gotta finish strong, Lil. Okay. Just gooey things, podcast, gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, Boo Thanks, and we will talk to Boo next week. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Alex Knight, the world's foremost authority on Bigfoot research, heads to Canada to investigate a profoundly incredible Bigfoot encounter. His daughter, Sydney, eagerly joins the expedition. Accompanied by reluctant Toronto television hostess Amira Ali, Sid and her father's team adventure north in pursuit of the legendary Sasquatch. Prophecy from a forgotten Algonquin tribe and a mystical calling deeply connects Sydney to the creature. The revelation of unknown truths ensures that Sydney will never see the forest or herself the same again. Get your copy of James Allen Ross's Spirit of the Woods, the story of a young woman's encounter with Bigfoot. Now for the price of $9.99 paperback and $0.99 on Kindle. Available on Amazon now.